Welcome to the Dawson D Show. Two great mates striving to improve in all areas of their lives. The podcast is designed to empower everyday humans just like us who want to add more joy, energy and happiness into their daily lives. Sharing our real life experiences and everyday struggles, relating to them in a personal way. Expect uncensored stories, plenty of laughs and tips and tricks to inspire you on your own journey. Now, let's go balls deep. D, welcome to my lounge room, mate. Thank you, mate. It's good to be here. A different Love- change of scenery tonight, mate, or today, I should say. Mate, it is. We've had a good morning. We went to the beach. It was sparkling blue. Beautiful. Uh, when we had our iced coffees, which is new for me as well. I don't uh, normally do the iced. But this is this is very casual, isn't it? Oh, oh I'm loving it. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here, legs crossed, comfortable. Probably a bit less nervous than last week. Hello to Katie Richardson out there, if you're listening. Or yeah, we wanted are. to shout out Katie because she's just so loyal. Isn't we got she? a lovely message from Katie uh, during the week. Just wanted to show our gratitude. So, what do you think Katie's doing right now? Is she in the car or is she walking? Uh, I don't know. Is she, does she listen to it at work? I'm not sure. I think she walks. Yeah, maybe you walk. The gyms are reopened, and I know she loves the cross trainer. So she, she does. Yeah, <laughs> she does. So dominates that. She's on the cross trainer, but mate, last week was a bit of a what Shit was it? Hole. It was a shitstorm. A bit of a blowing out the cobwebs, you know, and there was some, definitely a lot of rust on that episode. There was, but we got a few nice comments, so thank you to everybody that enjoyed it and had a laugh. Uh, we do like doing that from time to time, but today we are more than prepared, aren't we? Oh, mate. We've got no We've over-prepared, if anything. Yeah, we've got probably seven hours of content, so strap yourself in. Is, it, is this a two-parter, perhaps? <laughs> it could be. We'll see how we go with time. But uh, what's today all about, mate? We did tease this a little we bit. D- we actually basically started an episode with this topic last week, which is around simplifying life and why simple is sometimes best and healthier for us. And and we rambled on about it for half an hour, 40 minutes, and we thought, we're going nowhere here, and we should actually prepare a lot better because this is an episode that we could actually get some seriously good content out there. and Value for the listeners. Yeah. So Well, this was courtesy of Jack Butland as well. We need to shout yeah, but him out. He yep. sent you a nice message and suggested a topic along these lines. Yeah, well, I know the big part of what he wanted to speak about, or what he wanted us to speak about is something that maybe doesn't get talked about a lot with, you know, a lot of us younger adults is like, it's just grind, grind, grind all the yeah. time. And sometimes you need to know when to take your foot off the gas. And not that setting high standards is, is bad because it's not, but... It's just part of, we like to say, you know, we talk about balance quite a lot. It's just about, it's a balancing act. Exactly. We're not trying to contradict what we've talked about before. So I think I've got in my notes a bit later on. It's about trying to find that balance between striving and, and not burning out. Mm. And, but really getting back to what life's all about and enjoyment, pleasures, success. Mm. What does that mean? I don't know. Well, mate, you're asking a very, very big question there and I'm not going to answer it because I don't have the answer. No, exactly. That's I've got fair. my own answer. Probably have to stew over that and think about it. Uh, Daniel's doing a hand action, which I do not appreciate. <laughs> we can list off, you know, a bit of a plan on what today's going to be, but I actually reckon it's going to be very free-flowing and maybe even so. we might end up down some rabbit holes. But one of the biggest part parts, I reckon, of today, which we're going to talk about is the pressures of society, I guess, for people of our age. You know, those that, you know, you finish school and... That in between school and I guess that 20 to 30 range. For sure. Well, I mean, we did the podcast on expectations, which was very well received. Yeah, and on. it's probably going to sound, there's probably going to be some a lot of similarities. Yeah, there'll there. be a little bit of overlap, but I think we go just a little bit deeper in, I think that was like an overall look on life as a whole. Mm. This one's a little bit more day to day, kind of, that makes sense, I think. Yeah. And, and then and a lot about being present. Yeah. And with that, 
what the power that we have to simplify and actually, you know, create some change. For um, sure. You know, with that pressure, that pressure doesn't have to be there. The thing I like about this podcast is it's in the, what, this is episode 22. So we've done... I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. <laughs> Thank you, T-Swift. But we've probably done this for 30 weeks now because we did, we were podcasting initially and life has changed a lot for us in yeah. that time. And me and you, mate, we're in a good space at the moment. We we're are. quite happy with we ourselves. Are. We're sorting out a lot of areas of our life. We and, are. But you are a lot happier at the moment. Definitely. Compared I, to when we first started. Yeah. And that's what I love because I think a lot of people that might have questioned some of the decisions you made that were quite early on on this podcast, when you talk through this and mm. how you feel... I think a lot of people get a better understanding of where you've come from and what you're striving for. Mm, definitely. I don't regret any decision that I've made. You know, if I'm being completely honest, like even that period that it was bloody hard, like even when I made some of those large decisions, you know, then and now, like being very open about, you know, the, our mental health issues and, you know, my physical anxiety symptoms and, and yourself as well. And yeah, I'm at a stage now where I think that, well, not that I think, I know that those decisions that I made you know, going on six months ago now. If I didn't make those decision decisions then, I'd hate to know how bad my mental health could have been then when I was in that situation. We're going to touch on it a fair bit, but I simplified my life. And exactly. I think I think a lot of us, to be happier and, you know, to want to enjoy life for what it really is, which I think a lot of us don't really know what it, what it feels like. No, exactly. Because, you know, we're just kind of, not that we're brainwashed, but, you know, you just get told what's right and what's wrong kind of thing. Exactly, and these are the four talking points we have. So, first talking point, uh, the pressures of this age, and what are they? Second part is about burning out, what causes that? Third one is the basics of happiness, what makes us happy? And then the fourth part is all about simplifying, how we simplify, going back to basics, what that does, all that kind of stuff. Mm. So, I love, I'll, I just love these four words you've written straight away. Life is beautiful. It's well, mate, what, do you mind if I read this? No, I would so, love so you to read So what happened was, I was just, as we were putting together this doc this morning, I just started just brain dumping, just writing, and this is what I wrote. And this all about this sort of topic. So I wrote, life is so beautiful. It is also so challenging. Every day we find challenges. But life is about happiness. Yes, we need drive, purpose, and meaning. But life is short and can be taken away from us at any moment. It is so important to embrace the now and be happy. Life shouldn't be taken so seriously. We should always strive for achievement, but it's more important to help each other, be kind and have fun. Live a life that makes you happy, not your parents, siblings, kids or friends. Mm. Instead, make them proud of who you are and what you do by leading by example to make the world around you better when you're in it. It sounds a bit strange. No, it I was just dumping all. my thoughts no, at the really time. It's really well worded, mate. And that's just how I feel when I think about this stuff because you and I, we're similar in terms of when we focus on something, we really go for it. We put everything into it. But... It's easy to get caught up and you and I both have yep. struggles with anxiety sometimes. It's because we probably put so much pressure mm. on getting it yeah, right. So much expectation on ourselves. Exactly. But then when you really think about the moments in your life that make you happy, it's those little simple. things. Yeah, simple. Exactly. The little things. So, mate, I can't wait. Do you want to get stuck yeah, in? I, well, yeah, well, I, I guess the pressures of this age and that's the first dot point. But going back to what you said about simplicity, to me, simple, I don't want to say simple is best because, you know... I love, like what you've said, I love setting high standards and I love trying to, you know, really become a better person. But with that comes some serious pressure, you know, within within yourself and then externally. And that pressure, I guess in your mid-20s is something that, it's it's just an ongoing battle and it never stops. And I, I think that that probably, you know, comes from, you know, career and family, 
you know, the peers around you, the expectation of what they think, you know, is the right thing to do. And I know you've got career as your first one. Like, let's dive into career. So, like, the, we both have that. Yeah, career. Well, we'll talk about your analogy here. That's a good place to start. Then we'll go a little bit deeper. So, what have you written under career? Yeah, this is a good one. So, we're, oh, I think we're, what, seven years out of all well, I am, seven years out of high school. <laughs> Uh, you're probably for five or four. Uh, no. Uh, but You mean ten. ten. <laughs> going the wrong way, mate. Sorry, mate. Yeah, well, clearly I didn't go. Maths. But I often think about, and I have recently, like in all seriousness, I've really, I've genuinely thought about it in the last couple of weeks, that 10-year reunion at high school yeah. and going back to school. And there's that, you know, I said it to you earlier when I told you about this analogy that I wanted to speak about was like going back to school and pitch for this 10-year reunion and picturing everyone there. And I'm at the moment like... Not that I've thrown away a really good career, but to me, what I was doing or the last couple of jobs I've done were in a really good spot for me to look like I was doing well Yeah. from the outset. Yep. Good job, good paid, looking good, wearing a suit, doing cool things for the job. But internally, like, you know that that's not what you want to do. And you, yeah. So getting to this 10-year reunion and now I'm back at the nursery, which who knows, I might not be there for, for very long or yep. I might be there forever. I don't know, but... I'm not putting that pressure on myself to exactly, know. Exactly. Um, but getting to that 10-year reunion and going, shit, am I still going to be working at the nursery, you know, another three years? Like, and if I am, actually talking to myself and go, you know what, be okay with that. Because like, I honestly think so many people think about that 10-year reunion and go, I need, to, I need to have kids, I need to be married and I need to work a certain job. Yeah. So when I go to that in this old school hall and we're all standing there, I can look good and seem like I'm you you got know, it all doing really well. Yeah. yeah. It's so hard because, again, like I said to you earlier about success, it's like, how do you measure it? So, mm. for some people, that's right. You need a house, three kids, good job, all that kind of stuff. And some other people go, mate, that sounds like hell. Like, I want to be yeah alone and I want to be traveling and I want to be doing this, that and the other. The career thing for me, mate, it's, like, it's funny. I've had some interesting discussions lately about private schools and, like, the pressure that the kids that go to big private schools, like, the real, like, not just the semi-private schools that we went to. Like, yeah. I'm talking like the high private yeah, I know, I know. The yeah. amount of money that the parents, parents put in, in and the expectation on the kids, not just to do well, but they have to get a career out of that, mm. whether they kind of like it or not. I just find that, like, it's just staggering to me. And, like, the other day, I had my had a lot of people around the house. Well, not a lot of people, a few people around the house. And was just listening in from an... I was actually working, typing away. And in the other room... They were talking and they were talking about their uni careers and my boyfriend does this, and my girlfriend does that and on, like it sounds really impressive, like their, their degrees. It's competition. Are, yeah, yeah, but it's just, yeah, exactly. And mate, I'm sitting back thinking far out, like sports science is what I'm studying. When they, and they're like talking like global politics and masters and some of them go for doctors, yeah. you know, all that kind yeah. of stuff. So, and it's just funny how like you measure yourself, but it's more like, are they really happy? You yeah. know, they're, they're getting off on having these titles, but... And if they are, kudos to them. Absolutely. Like, good mate of mine and, you know, well as, you know, Daniel Richardson. Yeah. And he's a listener. He's studying medicine. He's probably one person who I have admired looking, at, like, from afar because he's he's picked something that he loves exactly. and he's gone hard at it and he yeah. knows that's what he wants. And he works his ass and off And he too. does. He works so hard. He's just finished exams and catching up with a beer... Catching up for a beer with him tonight, actually. After our, After our catch up with Baden pals. Uh, <laughs> lads, looking forward to that. But yeah, <sighs> the career one is just, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's just funny how that external pressure, it's like whenever you're in a, whenever you go to some kind of party or dinner party and people are asking you, what do you do? Yeah. Like, it's just that, I don't know. It's like, well, it's, it's a feeling that's probably universally felt 
for someone that might be in that in-between section. Yeah. So if someone that might be in-between jobs or still studying and working somewhere else or feeling like that, not an outsider, but you feel like that in-betweener. Like, I don't have that stability of that's the job that I have. Yeah. And that's my passion. That's what I want to do. I think, well, I know I want to and I'm, I'm getting so much better at it is accepting the fact that I am at the moment an in-betweener. Yeah. And, yep. and Same with me. And, and floating is okay. Yeah. And... Well, we're going to go full circle and you'll explain shortly why going back to go forward has been so much more beneficial for you. Exactly. This is, and I actually screenshot it, it was something on Facebook and it's, you know, it's something we talk about anyway, but it was with a photo and the photo was a bunch of people on a bus and that bus, it was like night time, so the lights were on in the bus and then people just, like some people standing in the bus, some people sitting, the bus was crammed. It's like on the way home from, say, the city. Yeah. And... You know, there's this couple or, you know, a guy and a girl sitting next to each other and this bus is just jam-packed and they're all in suits and yeah, they're looking like they've just come home from work. And this was the, the caption. Go to uni, find a job, pay off debt, climb the ladder, holiday two weeks a year, pay off your mortgage, retire, die. Yeah. And I saw that and I screenshot that straight away and with that photo, that was so powerful. And I feel sorry for, for our entire generation in particular because that's what we are taught that is the that's what we're taught is the right thing and the safe thing and it's just the way to live life Mm. you know it's just the way you know so that's the thing mate and like i always think about it if i live that way and if that makes people happy then that's fine yeah and but again we're just expressing what exactly what we think exactly right and what i was going to say is like for some people for me when i'm working harder i actually feel better Mm. so for me that and we're talking about simplicity and happiness and all that sort of stuff. But that kind of stuff makes me happy anyway. But w- what I was going to say is that to me, if that was my life, I'd be just like, I always think about the end of my life, literally on my deathbed and looking back at all my experiences. And if I lived to work for a job that I didn't like to please other people, mate, I would consider my life from my point of view. For what? Yeah. Yeah. I'd be, failure. I'd, exactly. When I would rather either earn less money doing something or be just doing like working in between jobs. Mm. Like, I think I've said this before on the, on the podcast, going yeah. to funerals and listening to yeah. like the eulogy Eulogies. and people that have worked like 20 Multiple. different jobs. I did this for two years. I did this for six months. I did this for five years. But they had all these experiences, all these connections. Mm. It just seems more fulfilling. Yeah. And for me personally. Yeah, no, and I feel that way too. And I also think a lot of us probably do feel the same way, but we're scared to, to say it Yeah, um, because of what mum thinks or what dad thinks or my sisters or you know my mentor or my peers, my friends, like, what are they going to think? And, and I worried about that too. Like leaving, leaving a, you know, a job that had a, you know, a good future in it yep. that, you know, there was potential for, you know, real growth and, and, you know, good earning income. And, exactly. Yeah. But I've chosen the complete opposite. And like you said, like going backwards has actually propelled me forward. Yeah. Oh, in 100%. A way. Um, but going back to, yeah, what you just kind of said about on your deathbed, we buy things we don't want with money we don't have to impress yeah. people we don't like yeah yeah 100%. And, such and, a good quote and i love that quote and it was my screensaver i reckon a couple of years ago and Doss loves his screen i do um but there, to me that that just correlates beautifully with this topic because 100%. all of us are trying to fit in we want to be liked we want to you know we want to we want to enjoy life with people around us and the way that i enjoy life is you know when i'm feeling good and i feel good when 100 percent. you know when I'm looking good and smelling good and driving a nice car and working good. Like we're we're all the same. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. But that 
to your going back to this happiness factor and simplifying life and this is what i've done too like you know this year i know people that drive nice cars like really nice cars have nice houses go on beautiful holidays overseas all the time living a you know a pretty luxurious life Mm -hmm. but i can guarantee you they probably don't feel as free and happy as what i feel this year and what i've felt the last couple of months and you know that's what i'm picking to do right now at this point in my life and but can if that's what really that other person really wants deep down inside can they can they leave i said this to you earlier it's all about leaving your ego at the door if that's what you really want it's ego mate leave your ego at the door and if you're willing to drive a toyota instead of that bmw buy that five grand toyota instead of getting that that car payment you know that you're you're doing every month or every week for a nice brand new car why not just buy a shit box and drive that around because i can guarantee you you won't you won't admit it but deep down you're doing it because that's what everyone else is doing it's what you should do is get on that car payment you know get a car get a new car treat yourself get a new car mate i couldn't give two shits about what car i drive yeah me too like yeah but if you're willing to earn that instead of earning 80k and paying off that car or that mortgage why not earn 60k and rent and buy a car outright and and just enjoy some freedom for a while i'm just going on mate no it's fine well i mean i said last week on the podcast too about like one of my ambitions is to go overseas for six to nine months and just with no job find a job over there start working because like i love that spontaneity that little bit of fear Mm. You know that little bit of anxiety like that good anxiety like it's adventurous you're like you have to fend for yourself and some people would say well that's going to be a waste of six or nine months because you're not getting anywhere or going but for me that's like that's growth that's yeah but it's huge adventure as Mm. well like imagine how much you get out of that but and the people you'd meet yeah 100 percent, mate but like i look at some of the other notes we have in just the pressure section it's like you said with ego it's just like making other people happy i just don't for me and we all struggle with it i'm Mm. not putting myself out of this category but i just don't understand why we try so hard to make other people happy yeah like even in conversation like you say <laughs> things to make other people happy like yeah you do like it, it, even as simple as how are you mate yeah good good it, thanks good good that's a good <laughs> even example though, even though like you know you're not good like <laughs> but slept and week that night with, yeah exactly uh, and like trends culture like social media mate you know my opinion on, and we're doing a social media podcast i'm probably gonna tee off a lot but like i just it's just staggering to me how the effort we go to yeah to please other people yeah and i think it's very very hard for those with parents that you and i have great relationships with our parents yeah some others don't but you know most people i know do you love your mum and dad you love them you want to make them proud you want to do well because they've raised you and they've they've put so much time and money and effort into you know your upbringing and you want to Make sure you're doing proud and do the right thing. But sometimes certain parents in particular, you know, they've got a way that they were brought up and they're instilling that into their kids, which is completely natural and normal because that's all they know. But I've been very blessed because my parents have never been like that. Yeah, same with me. But I know, like you mentioned the private schools, you know, like that pressure, I can't imagine being that kid. Or, you know, you hear stories of, you know, parents kicking kids out because their sons or daughters aren't going to do this, you know, this medicine degree. Like... To that extreme, I really don't understand. But, but I also, you know, I, I, I feel for those people that are in the middle and don't know what to do because they're like, I love my mum and, and my dad and I want to do the right thing by them. But I also, I don't want to do what they're forcing me to do. Exactly. Well, it's like they're So sport- I understand both sides. Well, I do too because like the sport analogy, you know, when you hear like a great, let's say a football player and they have a son and the expectation is that they're going to be this great footballer or parents 
yeah. living through the kid and pushing yep. the kid mm. so hard in a sport, say Sad. tennis or football, or golf, whatever it is, and like pushing because that's their dream. And that's why, like, with that whole private school, like a lot of them get sent to a private school because it's prestigious for the parents to be able to say, my child goes to mm. X school or whatever it is. Yep. Right? So, you know, I sometimes think that with my mum and all her friends, like I'm like, I wonder what they talk about. They probably talk about us kids. Oh, they you do, know, yeah. but not that I think my mum would ever, you know, it's not a competition for her and her friends, but I'm sure there are other parents out there that really like, you know, they pride themselves on what their kids are doing and it's almost a bit of a, you know, a battle as to, you know, my kid's doing this or my kid's doing this. Well, mate, just think about footy clubs. Yeah. When, when the dads start talking, like oh. it's, they're all competing over their sons and who's like, uh, you see it all the time. And with, with that pressure, mate, the pressures that we put on ourselves, the expectation that our parents and, and other people around us put on us comes... I guess it just takes it out of you, especially when you've got high standards for yourself. When you when you know, like, when you're working really, really hard at something, even if it's just your daily routine, it's getting yeah. up, going to work, making sure you get into the gym, eating clean, getting home, or grinding at work all day, getting home, you know, making sure you're spending quality time with your family and your partner and your kids if you have them, you know, getting an early night, getting up early again, doing it again. And... When you've got that high expectation on yourself, and on top of that, all your added extras, like if you're hot, you know, if you want to be a high performer like we do, you're reading, you're podcasting, you know, your meditation, you know, all, all these all added this, extras yeah, yeah. comes, well, you say the term, but burn out. Like it, you can yeah. burn out. Um, and I know you're passionate about talking about this, but I guess how does burnout happen? Or, and if you've experienced burnout, like, oh, for you sure. know, maybe give us a bit of an idea on, you know, what happened and, how you got to that feeling of burning out based or coming from the expectation and the pressure you put on yourself. Yeah, well, I think burning out is a, is a mental... Well, your body fatigues, obviously, but I think it's a mental battle more than anything because mm. you're putting yourself... So I go into stages in my life where my brain does not stop. So I go to sleep and all I can think about mm. before I go to bed is what I have to do the next morning or during the day. For example, today before I came here, there was two simple tasks I had to do this morning. And they're on my mind. From the moment I woke up, they're just on my mind. Get them done, get them done, get them done. Checking the time, making sure I've got enough time. Got them done. And I'm like, why was I stressing about that, right? So it's like this always in the back of your mind, the next thing you got to do, it's go, 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 go. Mm. And it's just not sustainable because you get to a stage where your body needs a day or two just to sleep or relax or recover. And then for me, mate, I feel guilty for resting. So I used to have I this, feel that. Yeah. I had this, I went through this stage for a couple of years where I couldn't even sit still because I felt like I Should wasn't be being productive. Something. Every time I was in the car, I had to be learning about something through podcast, like listening mm. to a podcast or something like every, I had to justify every action I did, even to see my mates. I'm like, okay, I'll put this down to social interaction or something like, and it's just a horrible place to be. And like, I remember, for example, that's, that's so well worded by you because that's something that I've struggled with for a long time too. And I think a lot of other people do as well, which also give yourself some credit too. That's because you want to live a really good quality life, you know, yeah. and, you, and, you, and you don't want to just go through it, you know. Or you don't want to waste time. You, yeah, you don't want to waste it's time. it's so overwhelming. It's, yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good thing, but it's also very unhealthy if you don't do it the right way. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like trying to form everything into routines and then you're putting pressure in all areas of your life, like the even financial stuff like yeah like okay i've got to make everything i have to put time into that i have to put time into my fitness my health i've got to be meal prepping and eating properly and everything and then i still and then everything becomes a pressure so mm. when i'm burning out everything phone calls if i'm like i have to ring my parents because i haven't spoken to them for a while that becomes pressure yeah and like it's it doesn't become something i enjoy it's like something i just need to tick off 
and like another time I experienced burnout and this was totally opposite to all this was when I was on holiday and I went partying pretty hard for about three weeks mm. drinking more than I ever drank before glandular like, fever well mate my body just shut down and it was about two and a half days like my voice went I could not speak I was just bedridden I had zero energy and my body's just like nah that is enough and like I just remember like that's a physical burnout mm. but for me it's more the mental stuff but have you suffered oh, from I, burning I, out I haven't probably had like real burnout I've, if I'm speaking from more like recent times like my anxiety my panic and the way you're explaining your mind just like just going just million miles stop, an hour yeah. yeah and just thinking about stuff that like why are you thinking about that um, yeah th- things that just aren't real and they're, they're just playing stories and in your head and that is fatiguing for me. Like, oh, for sure. Well, and, and when I'm getting these, you know, when you go through these stages of real panic and anxiousness, like, you know, your body is just constantly tense all the time. So, like, probably exactly. yeah, from more, like, recent yeah, times, I've felt really fatigued because of that. And then, like you said, like, I've had stages in my life where I probably, I was trying so hard to be this 10 out of 10 person yep. all the time. Yep. And that was right when I was at uni. And I just remember... Well, I was in and out in the car an hour and a half one way, hour and a half, hour and a half back. I had to make sure, like, yeah, exactly what you said. Like, I had this expectation and this almost like this chip on my shoulder that I needed to be every second of the day needed to be, you know, productive. Yeah, and 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 I I, I do. I honestly think it is a bit unrealistic. It is unrealistic, and it, it's not effective. No, nah. because everything, like I said, everything becomes a burden for me. Every single task, getting up and brushing my teeth is a task now. Yeah. Tick it off. Like, yeah. do it. Like, it's, it's, and every, like, nothing becomes enjoyable. Mm. Everything, or even your passion. So, for example, like, I really love working out. That was just like, okay, got to get in, tick it off because I have to do that yeah. today. It's not even, you're not even enjoying the moment. Yeah. And you're always just constantly thinking of the next thing. And the word you used before, fatigue, it's, that's what it is. It's just mental fatigue. Probably a bit of fatigue or, you know, a bit of that burnout too, mate comes from trying to please others all the time yeah and i don't want to say the burnout comes specifically from that because you know expenditure is that the word yeah Yeah. expending that energy and obviously physically but when we're always on our phones and always on instagram and we're you know if you're a real social person and you're an extrovert like myself you know i I love being friends with lots of people yeah i love interacting with people when you're trying to please everyone and i'm a real people pleaser too i never say no i'm always a yes person which is I think there needs to be a real balance there too and that's something I'm really trying to improve is becoming more of a, no, that's, that's not the right time for that yep. as much as I'd love to. But yeah, when we're trying to always fit in with the, the person next to us, the next door neighbor, that person over the fence and we're looking at them, that can burn ourselves out too. Like Yeah, comparison. Comparison. Um, and we're, all, all, we're always chasing after those materialistic things and and we're doing that by investing long hours of work into you know something that, you know, we're not really enjoying, like you said. We're juggling to-do lists and schedules that probably don't need to be as hectic as they yeah. are. You know, we could probably simplify life a bit more in that sense. And we, we've spoken about it before on the podcast. I think it was our last episode episode about the expectations. But that the rat race and that Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. And, and people That's prob- what it becomes. That's yeah. a really good point. And, and people probably don't really understand that they are fatigued, but they are. Yeah. They are burnout, but they just, they keep, they, their foot is on the, on the pedal and they can't take it off because they've got bills to pay. They've got mortgage on that really good house. They've got the car bill every month, which is really nice because they've got a nice car. I keep referring back to these, but this is what happens. And, th- and then they've got their kids that they have to spend quality time with, their wife or the partner or whoever. They've got to spend, and then they've got their friends 
and then if, if there's time to watch the footy or time to do a couple of other little things, well, yeah, good. But that's, that's when the burnout happens and that's what I don't want. And that's why right now in this period of my life, that, that in-between period where I don't have necessarily that staple of this is, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life kind of thing. Well, exactly. I mean, going back to that like end of your life type thing, what would you rather do in this period? Like this is the fittest and healthiest you'll probably be in your life. Yeah. You've got the most energy probably... Mm, that you have yeah. and, and like how would you spend how would you rather spend this time if you looked at the end of yeah you know if, like once this time's gone in five years you're going to be 30 mm-hmm. and sometimes it's scary to look at that and then 10 years after that you're 40 yeah. and like who knows what's going to happen then and that's what I'll, I'll probably want to push to someone else that might be listening and go and move out with a mate or yeah. go and you know go, yep. like go and I don't know like start that little clothing business that you want to start yeah or absolutely. you know just just whatever that thing is that you like to do, start a podcast like us. Yeah, you 100%. Know, even yeah. without the intention to like, oh, I want to be this big podcaster, just for fun. Just like, do it because you just can. Just do it because you enjoy it. Yeah, like, I agree. And that comes back to the simplifying, you know. We don't have to take things so seriously all the time. Well, I was going to say before too, like we, we I, I'm learning more about sleep, for example. Yeah. And I think when you're burnt out, you actually neglect sleep. Well, I do. And oh, I do. You know when you're overtired and you actually that tired you can't sleep. Mm-hmm. When you're on time, but you can't sleep. <laughs> I can't get to sleep. Um, and you're that tired you can't sleep. Like I remember, I won't say the name. But I remember listening to somebody that used to say sleeping is a waste of time. And like I only allow myself to sleep. Yeah, my, my grand used to always say I'll sleep when I'm dead. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like <laughs> but it actually. I don't know where that came from. Eh? A bit, bit of, of fluff, fluff came from um, the from ceiling. From that blanket. Oh, from the blanket. But without that sleep, like you can't perform to those high levels anyway mm. and i don't know mate like i think it's just so important to not neglect rest it's so important mm. and it's you're going to be way more productive it's better to be productive for two hours during the day and have high quality work than like you've put in you've put here we pretend to be busy mm. we do i do i do i yeah. say oh, i've worked so hard but have i really worked hard or am i just trying to find work for myself yep. to keep pushing so yeah I, I, a lot of us are, again, it comes back down to that. I need to be looking busy because other people yeah, look busy. Yeah, everyone's looking busy. And I yeah. need to look busy. You know, a lot of people that are probably aren't busy, but they're doing what you're doing. Oh, <laughs> like, mate, 100%. Um, it's, just a, it's just a never-ending cycle. Um, well, should we? Let's Okay, so we've been pretty... That, that's sort of the downside. But now let's try to transition into the more positive aspect of this podcast. This is going to hopefully help a few people and help us, as it always does. Let's move into happiness, mate. The basics of happiness. And it all comes back to simplifying. But what makes us happy? What makes you happy? List off a couple of things. Being with my family. I agree. You know, that makes me... That's one of my happiest, you know. We've got... You know, I'm so lucky. We've got really good relationship. Me and my sisters, my mum and, and, you know, my dad. We had such a, you know, such a really tight family. And we're just idiots together. So, we've got a really good sense of humor. So, I love spending time with them and um, watching movies and quoting movies together and, like... Like, you know, I love spending time with my mates and um, having a laugh, you know. Laughing yeah. is my favourite. Like, oh, I, you yeah. know, if I can, any chance I get, see you or the boys and, and anyone else and any of my other close mates and just have a laugh, have a oh, giggle. For sure. And be like, literally Meg laughs at me. and But she, you know, she loves this side of me too. Like, I've, I've even decided to take myself less seriously. Same like, with me. And, and, and Same with me. I'm not saying I'm going to go out there and be a dickhead, but, I, you know, like, you can have a bit of a laugh and be a bit of a joker and I, I can't tell a joke but I consider myself goofy and silly so like and Meg laughs which she's probably the only person that does at, at my silliness but um, oh I do too yeah true but, but uh, I think when you realise it 
you're not as important as you think you are. And that, and that sounds horrible, yeah. and I hope that, no, no, does, that doesn't offend anybody. But we all put ourselves on this. We put other people, let's say other people, we put other people on these pedestals, as these amazing people, and they're so important. They're just doing a different type of job than you, right? Or they're better at yeah. whatever it is, sport, music, art, whatever. They all, they all get every- up in the morning and take a shit just like exactly. you. <laughs> Everybody's the exact same, mate. We're all yeah. human. So that's the thing. When you take it... Not taking yourself so the whole ego thing, mm. leaving your ego at the door. Don't take yourself so seriously. It's not that important. It's like why do we go? I always think about when you go out and you stand there and you try and you're just trying to look good. Yeah, or yeah. Feel, like it's just so <laughs> somehow ridiculous. with a flex or with a tight shirt or like just. Or but, maybe but like, who yeah. gives a shit, mate? Like who actually? Get, like yeah, ninety five well, more. Ninety nine percent of those people in the room will never see, see you, you again, again. Yeah. or care about you or give a shit about you. That's why I love being overseas because I look around I'm like I don't know anybody they don't know me I'm not going to see any of them ever again most of them ever again so who gives a shit like why not be happy and have a laugh like what nights are better for us when we go out and be idiots or when we stand around thinking we're the best in the corner yeah Yeah. trying to and this is exactly what you've just said but in a probably more career and professional sense is you know like what you said about you know we all think we're so important but we're really not even with work we're all, everyone is so replaceable. It's, it's not <laughs> exactly. funny. So people work their bums off and some people don't even take their annual leave because they're constantly like, it's mm. like, I have to be on this grind. I need to get this done. I need to finish. I need to finish. Even people don't even clock off at a five o'clock, you know, when they should. And it's almost like this pride of, oh, I worked, f- I worked 70 hours this week. Yeah. I'm like, well, good on you. But you do know that your boss, if, your boss can just replace you like that. If you were to quit, it's such a big deal. Yeah, like I don't want to keep referring back to the quitting your job thing because if you love your job. But if you were to decide, I'm not actually happy right now. And you know what? I wouldn't mind taking a year off and going and jumping in a van and driving around for a year. Like, or you'll be okay. doing that thing. You'll be fine. But I, just I, know I that, that. Just know that when you leave, like I even felt this when I left. I'm like, oh, gee, wonder, you might be really disappointed in me. Like you might be really going, wait, what are you doing? Like, Mate, I, but... They got a new guy in the next week. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, I felt the same too. Like when I when I left working initially for my... Like I thought, oh, how's dad going to manage? He manages fine, right? Like people, everybody adapts. We love that word adapt. But I love that word irreplaceable, mate, because I don't. I just love it. Like I hope this doesn't sound negative, but everybody is replaceable, even in relationships, mate. Like we all put mm, partners on pedestals yeah. and they're the, they're the be all and end all. But at the end of the day, if you're not happy, they'll mm. be fine, you'll be fine. Like why... Did, why do you put yourself through through that unhappiness just because yeah yeah like yeah. I mean I, I, by all means work on it try and fix yeah. it there's problems but if you're not happy or you're just constantly trying to please them then just like I yeah. don't get and like you're doing what's best for both parties exactly yeah. and it's the same with work it's the same with any, anything it's like even, I even think of sports teams like even the best players in the world of any sport yeah replaceable yeah and on that too you know I'm not saying that. Because I also believe, you know, you stick at something yeah, long I agree. enough, yeah. you know, you become good at something. But knowing your limitations and knowing what's working and what's not, you know, that's having that exactly. having that awareness and that self-awareness to go, this doesn't feel right. It's not, oh, I just want to, nah, I have Sometimes one, I have have one bad day. Yeah, not yeah. that I've had one bad day. I'm just going to, you know, end my relationship or... No, of no, 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 I'm yeah. not saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying that's what I think you're saying. I'm saying like, if I've had one bad day at work, I'm not going to go and quit, quit tomorrow. Quit your job, yeah. But if it's like... <laughs> 
if you, you know, if you and your partner are having arguments for months on end and like, you know, oh, you're both not happy. You're yeah. both, oh, yeah, same with you and your boss or whatever else. That's when, you know, the, when push comes to shove, like you really need to reassess and look at it and go, you know what, like what's really going to make me happy in this situation? You know, it might, it's going to be painful that heading in that resignation or, you know, having that conversation, but D in a year's time is going to be a lot happier. It, it, that's why we're talking about this whole thing is, and it's almost, this podcast could almost be ego basically, mm. but this whole simplifying thing, it, it's like we overcomplicate everything. Mm. We honestly do as humans. We just overcomplicate everything. We play out situations in our, in our head over and over and over again. This could happen or that could happen, none of which ever does. But it's like I just, I don't understand. Like we always think, well, I'm not happy, but I'm going to have to stick it out and continue yeah. it because it's yep. too hard to change my life yep. and change everything and I'm in a pit of despair and I can't get out. Like, yes, things you have to work towards. Sometimes yeah. you have to knuckle down and Definitely. grind, but happiness like life when you put it as simply as this life is short we could all die tomorrow ricky gervais says it at the golden globes he says and he's i don't know if anyone if you haven't seen it youtube when he's just teeing off at all the celebrities is this the one from this year i I can't remember which one but one year he's just teeing off at all the celebrities he's basically calling them half of them pedophiles and half of them this and that and he's just and everyone looks nervous and he's just going off and he's basically his underlying message is you're not as important as you think you are and he basically says at the end we're all going to die soon yeah and when it's as he simple, says that a lot. Yeah. yeah, but when it's as simple as that, which is the truth, Don't, why why do we constantly live in unhappiness and when take things so personally, seriously and personally and egotistically, like it just doesn't make sense. So I I don't know about you and I don't know about anyone else listening, but I always used to think this as a kid. I've thought about this in ages, but it just came back to me. Is if I, I it's like I had this you know idea in my head. I wonder if I like when I die. Does the rest of the world die? No, the rest of the world keeps going. Like, exactly. I know this sounds really stupid, but it was like that Truman Show kind of aspect. Yeah. Like going, you know, I'm the only sole person like, yeah. on this universe yeah, and it's all mean. it's all in my head kind of thing. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, no, like the world, the world turns tomorrow. Exactly. If you're not here, the world keeps turning. You know, the sun comes up tomorrow. Whether- and for me, like some people would probably think that this is negative, but it makes me feel so much easier about it all because mm. it's not that important like like i said in that sort of opening spiel like at the end of the day we should be kind to each other we should try and help each other we should work together and, and try and make a difference we all should have a purpose and a dream and a drive and there's nothing wrong with and we sorry we should all do that but mm. at the end of the day the basics of happiness is written for me at this stage of my life that's really what it's all about i don't mm. want to have to keep excusing myself to people and saying, oh, well, I'm only doing this to get me through this period of my life. I just want to say, no, I'm doing this, but these are the other things I'm doing in my life. Look what I'm building. I'm happy. These are the experiences I'm going to have and I'd much rather have a life of these experiences than a life of just Mm. grinding and being unhappy and trying to please you. Yep. What makes you happy? Well, mate, freedom. It's a word I've got in capitals here because that's the one thing COVID taught me is freedom is... Never thought freedom would be taken away, yeah. but it was for a little while. Um, but, mate, being present, I was thinking, we are having a conversation with my mum over dinner the other night. We are just reminiscing about my childhood and her childhood. And you just think about Greek, those... Greek, grease lightning days? Uh, not the grease lightning days. Uh, Doss is referring to my starring role as... Uh, what's his name, Danny? Danny Zuko. Danny Zuko uh, at, uh, in the, year two. Was it a Christmas? Was that a Christmas? Christmas yeah, well, I wasn't a, it was, I wasn't in Christmas a musical. Christmas. It was just one of those school musicals oh, where okay. you get up and I just happened to be in the middle. Slick uh, back hair. Yeah, with the good looking ones get put in the middle. Um, 
<laughs> but I was just thinking back, like when you think back at the happiest moments of your mm. life, and we've talked about this before, but it's when you're really present and like you're just in the moment with those around you and you don't give a shit what's going on in the outside world, mm. what's happening, people worry about... Like Barefoot Investor, mate. We love this book and I've started reading it. I'm nearly finished it actually. And Good, mate. And that will teach a lot of people about finance and worry less, especially if you live in this country. But what I love, because he, he talks for a while about why... The excuse is why not to invest in a stock because people would say, well, it's always risky. risky yeah. But he talks through the last like 100 years of history and he says all these events happen. World War One, World War Two, Spanish flu, Vietnam War, this uh, civil wars, all this kind of stuff that's happened and reasons why we should all panic and worry. But we all got through. And that's what I think about. It's like when you... We, like for me, I overthink of what could happen next in the world and this could happen, that could happen and stress myself out. But most of the time, A, it doesn't happen and B, if it does, it's not nearly as bad as you think it is. Mm. So, it's when I'm present and I'm not, I'm just enjoying my surroundings. I can't wait for tonight when the boys kick the footy and we have a laugh. Like, those moments make me happy, mate. Yeah. What about you? Oh, you've already asked me. That's why I asked you. Oh, Sorry, uh, I didn't know if you had more points. You, uh, well, you've got a lot I've of got, top well, points. Well, I've got here. a lot of points. Lots of stuff makes me happy. You know, I love my sport. You know, I can't wait to go out to the footy. Well, that, well, we both got sport, music, gym. gym. Well, know. one thing I believe in, you, sh- you should try and exercise daily. Yeah, that oh, for will, sure. That's good for your mental yeah. health and, and your physical health. I went, went, went for a trot this morning, mate. Yeah, well, go on, mate. Tell us because uh, this, is, this is impressive. Uh, yeah, well, really impressive. <laughs> well, one of my goals that was mentioned on the podcast a few weeks ago was to run 10Ks by December twenty. So I'm halfway. Five. You did run, run a couple of five k's lately, so feeling good. But you know, and like, you had a swim, and I had a swim. So a morning, a morning jog. And, and, and swim. Doss is looking really slim, by the way. Doss is looking really good. Thanks, D. Uh, got a got a bit of a tan happening, which you is do. nice as well. You do. Uh, but yeah, even even today, like understanding that you have the power. Yes. You know that's the biggest one. That's a good one. That's and a really good one. When you know that you have the power, and like you know, the analogy could be, you, you're in the driver's seat. You know, you can, people can be sitting in the back, sitting next to you in the passenger seat, telling you, you know, what's, you know, which way is the right way to go. Yeah. You know, giving you the shortcuts or giving you the right, dire- the directions they think are the right directions. Really, you're the one with your, you, you know, your hands on the wheel and your foot on the accelerator. You get to choose which exactly. way you go. And for me, I get Fridays off. I work casually right now at the nursery and, you know, I've been working casually for three months and... Um, you know, it's just been perfect for me. But I, I woke up this morning and I got a text from my sister and, you know, I'm, I said to her, yeah, today's my day off. So, you know, I went for a run, you know, went to the beach, did a swim and came home, cleared the house, Meg will be happy. And then, but I just, I just thought to myself, everyone else could have a Friday off if they wanted to. Yeah. But like, and I'm not saying people should, you know, people might think, oh, gee, Wade, a bit lazy, mate. Like having a Friday off, but... Well, you are working though. Yeah, well, I'm working, but at this current, you know, stage, like, while I'm working out what is next, like, yeah. you know, I know that I want something of my own, whether that, you know, is a business or some type of entity down the track but, and I'll be working hard on that. But right now in this current climate, you know, and the, and the life I'm living right now, like having the fright, like, and he's getting a urine test uh, after this as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, I've just had a bit of a, 
you don't have to go into nah, it, mate. Well, I was just saying. I'm just oh, saying well. it's a good way to spend a day off. Yeah, um, into a cup. Yeah, so I'm yeah, going down to the pathology. Apparently, I'm coming too. Well, you, said, you don't mate. have to, but I, I just said, by the way, mate, um, before I catch up tonight, I got to duck down to the local and get a urine test. The doctor told me to. So, so. just trying to. Just trying to check out all things health-wise. No, it's good. Everyone all men, go and check your pro- go and get your prostate checked. Yep, I should do the same. You, we, you can do a prostate exam on me. <laughs> Bend over. I'll get the gloves. Um, but no, mate, I love what you said there. I think it's really important to... And that's the thing. Like We can all simplify. And when you realize how much power you actually have, if we do a little bit of extra research, you can in most areas of your life, there's life hacks, they call it, where you can fast-track things and speed things up and and make things better for yourself. But... You're right. We all have the ability. And again, I'm going to plug it. I know we've plugged it so many times, but go and read the four hour work week if you haven't, because that mm. will oh. give you a good yeah. idea on some of the little things you can do, yeah. the power that you have to create that life that you want. I told Zin- Zinzi, good, um, good mate of mine last week, <laughs> that um, he, he actually reached out to me and he said, mate, like, I don't think he listens to the pod, but he actually reached out to me. He said, hey, mate, can, what, you know, can you, are you, you know, free for a chat when you can. I want to talk to you about something. And I actually got really worried. I was like, oh shit, everything all right, mate? He's like, yeah, yeah, everything's fine. You know, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just going through a little phase. He was just going, yeah. he's just gone through a little phase with work as well. He just feels yep. like he's just gone through the motions a bit. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's really good at his job, but he's like, I feel like there's more. Like there's yeah. something else out there that, you know, he feels like. He's, he's a great a- man. By yeah, the way. he is. He feels like, you know, he might, to me- like what he was saying was, you know, he's almost at his limit in that industry now. Yeah. And he's like, wants to explore and try some other th- stuff but he's also like but will people look at me weirdly if I'd, I've worked hard to do this job and then now I've finished my apprenticeship I've been working in it for a few years now like can I change? I'm like mate you can change of and course. I told him I'm like get that book and I think I hope I hope this week gone he's bought it because um, I sent him the link to Amazon to buy it so and I, yeah anyone out there even if, if you've got somewhat a bit of an idea and or if, if somewhat you've, you think a little bit like us I don't want to say you know we think the right way but no like we always say, mate, you know, we're not the experts. We just no we just share our, our views, but it's a ripping book and I just think it'll help a lot of people. It's just, it just shows you, you don't need to put a cap on what you can achieve or want to achieve, but it's also, it comes back to work out what makes you happy mm. and then start working towards that. And well, that, this, and this, tips this, and this works beautifully with, you know, our last kind of part of the podcast, which is, you know, how can we simplify? Well, you know, what is simplifying? And you know, for for someone, you know, that's, I guess, just going through day-to-day life like us, you know, whether yep. that be, you know, you're 20, 30, 40, 50, like, give us some of yours. Well, the first thing ties into our goals episode. If you haven't listened to that, have a listen. That was one of my favorite ones. But sometimes just making your goals a little bit, at the start, a bit more realistic, shorter, sharper, smaller periods of time. So a lot of people have goals of 10 years and five years and all that sort of stuff. But... Mm a good place to start to simplify is start achieving some smaller goals tick them off like a bit of a to-do list even like, yeah, yeah. Like, like we talked about on that episode sometimes you just gotta pay some bills get some things out of your mind and, I, and this is something I took from you mate I've got here blocking out time to relax because you're big on blocking time and, and allocating time I was in my calendar today yeah to have a relaxation no but oh. no, I, was, I was on my calendar on the laptop today just uh, doing some blocking. Yeah, just doing some doing some blocking, some <laughs> weekly blocking. Um, but that's it, mate. Blocking out I, time. I had, to, I had to put in my prostate appointment. So. Uh, yeah, <laughs> apparently, yeah. So apparently, they made it to my calendar too. <laughs> um, but yeah, blocking out time to to get, for those that do struggle with that anxiety of go go go, then a good strategy is okay. Block an hour out and say in that hour, to, if you can, switch your brain off, mm. do something mind numbing. 
I think that's a good place for a lot of people too. I think uh, a big one for me, this is probably the biggest thing I would push to anyone. Uh, not push, I should say, you know, this is my, what, what helps me is actually asking yourself the question, like, you know, asking yourself what really matters yep. in my life. Yeah, I love that. You know, what Currently, what, what is important to me? And we just listed off, you know, the things that make us really happy and what brings us the most joy. How, asking yourself what, what, what brings me the most joy and how can I get that in, into my daily life more yep. and more and more? I love that. You know, it's, it's not realistic to, you know, buddy, just spend all day with your family, friends, watching footy and drinking beers. Like, that's yeah. not realistic. And plus, I wouldn't want to do that. Like, uh, you know. But, that, but that's a, but, if you work hard, that's a reward. Yeah. So, I think by taking a step back and actually, you know, jotting down what's really important to you. And if, if you can find, if that's, you know, family, friends, you know, health, if it is your career, your business, is it, you know, a couple of your hobbies that you really enjoy? What are those things that I really like? And and probably back to the blocking up, blocking time for, for those things. But if you're not doing the things that you really enjoy and you really love, you're not really getting what we should really be getting out of life. I agree. I agree. I mean, I've got here focusing on what makes you happy, not the people around you, which we talked about earlier. Like, you're going to be a much better person to be around. You're going to be a lot more helpful to people if you're living a life of happiness that other people can lead yeah. by example. We mentioned earlier... Uh, did we mention this earlier about the... I know I definitely said it to you when we got the coffee, but like, if you're really unhappy and you, and you want and you want to work four days a week, not five, going from that eighty k salary to seventy or to mm. sixty, so you can have that one extra day, is that going to make you happy and bring you a lot yeah. of joy? Like, if that's what it is, like, if you can leave your ego at the door and and know that you probably don't need that extra tank, like if you really did it properly, I could probably have that extra day to do what I want yeah. and spend the time with my kids. Or if yeah. you like, if you if you're a disciplined person, then or you have some discipline or learn about discipline, you're going to succeed in these areas because you'll find, you'll be effective on those days. For sure. And I think, I think the best thing to do, mate, and you've spoken about it too, is just dropping that ego. When you real when you really think about life and you realize it's not as important or it's not as serious as it needs to be. I'm a, I'm a tiny little dot on this earth. Yeah. Like I am, we are. And you can make a we huge so difference. Small. You can make a huge difference. I believe in, I believe in work. I believe in discipline, 100%. But I think that it just exactly what you said we're just a tiny little dot you influence the people around you that's you don't need to change the world but you can make positive mm. impacts in the people around you and at the end of the day like it's as simple have as that have fun yeah have, have fun. fun be happy do the things that make you happy you and know. like I've got here as well like accepting failure mm. as a lesson that's one of the and that comes back to ego we a lot of people and I, I this is something I struggled with accepting failure because mm. especially when you're learning new things, you always start, you always fail a little bit. You always have to. But your lesson, your life lessons come from failures, not from wins. You need to get kicked down sometimes to be able to achieve things. Because when you're always winning, you get ahead of yourself, and eventually, something's going to come and just go bang. Yeah. And even a simple analogy to that is like, you know, if if you like, I want to get muscly. All right. Well, yeah. how do I get muscly? Well, yeah, I got to train and go to the gym. But you know, when I'm lifting the weights and I'm doing say a bicep curl. You know, I'm actually tearing that muscle yeah, and it's, and it's breaking that analogy. muscle fiber and then it grows back you stronger. Yep. You know, yep. eat the right food, get enough sleep, you know, keep going back, lifting that little bit more. It's going to tear again and tear again and it's going to grow bigger and bigger. So like, yeah, the fail to that failure side of things, failure is okay. And I'm, and like you, being able to accept that and be okay with failure, I think, yeah, that's so important. Yeah, and being able to embrace it, being mm. able to say, yeah, I failed, but I learned or that didn't quite work out. 
how it, I plan, but it, yeah. it's not and not just giving up, going again and again mm. and again as many times as you sort of need to. What else have you got, mate, in, in these tips? <laughs> One of the big ones is clock off work. Like clock, <laughs> clock, like, like clock off work earlier. Yeah. You know, like I remember when I was working in that sales job, like I'd be home working. Like yeah. even in the times when I shouldn't be working, you know, probably for more our mates and stuff listening, like, you know, a lot of people probably put the feet out. Um, <laughs> Probably, uh, you know, work. You know, they work a job where you can just clock off. But I think it's really important to try and, you know, at the end of each week, really switch off and yeah. and, and just just enjoy the weekend. Um, Absolutely. Trying oh, to and separating. Probably it, yeah. sounds really simple, like a tip, but that's just what I try and do. You know, get to the end of the week, and yeah, that, that's something that really affected my mental health. Is like just thinking about work all the time and not knowing how to switch off, and especially when you work. You know, sometimes, you know, went into your weekends where you were expected to do work on the weekends. Mm-hmm. You kind of forgot how to enjoy your weekend in a sense. Yep. So, yeah, just, you know, do what you do what you enjoy doing on the weekend. And, and just the last thing I want to bring up too, you've written down here, don't take things so personally. Everybody has an opinion on what's right and wrong for you. Mm. And I just love that. I think that's so, it's so true. Mm. It's like everybody thinks they know best. I think I know what's best for you. You think you know what's best for me. At the end of the day, it's about I'll keep going back. It's not selfish to focus on you. If mm. you focus on yourself, make yourself a better person, it will affect those around you. It's not selfish. I comes before you. Yeah. In the alphabet. So. Yeah, that's, that's good. I hope that's He may not be good at maths, but he's good at English. So. <laughs> oh, I just want to talk of this last tip, and I forgot that that was on there. This one, I like really, I think this is such a fun one to do. Um, and this is write a list of five oh, yeah. to ten things for next year. Just fun things that you know you'd love to do yeah. with your mates or your family or, or yourself or on my own. Like uh, long weekends, for example. I don't even plan and I don't even know when they are. And then they come around like that. And, and then I waste, it, gone, a, yeah. I waste like a Monday like a, that I've got off because I didn't plan an event. Yeah. Whereas I wish I kind of... Planning events. I'm going to go away that weekend. Doss yeah. wants to go camping. Apparently, I, I see in the notes. I, oh, we've, we've spoken about the camping experiences before on this yeah. podcast. So. Yeah. Well, with you and I, they haven't been, the, you know, <laughs> the most successful of camping trips. But that's a good point, though. In in all, in all seriousness, the, the five to ten things you'd love to do next year, or but I don't know why, but going to a theme park came to my mind. That's really? just something that in the park. Uh, oh, a bit better than that. Yeah. There's oh Disney World. Podcasting bit, live bit far probably po- podcast live from Orlando, Florida. Uh, <laughs> I'd love that on the uh, space. We'll, we'll get there. You see, you'll see, you'll, you'll see, you'll see, and uh, we'll live stream it. But, but yeah, no, mate, that's another great point. So, anything else you want to add? No, mate, I'm just, uh, I'm feeling great. I feel good too. You know, I can't wait for, I can't wait to have a kick of the footy now. Yeah, we're gonna hit some, uh, hit, hit some, some targets. Tits. Yeah. Well, that's With the a, football. That's a foot, for our international viewers. That's a, our listeners. That's a uh, football it's a footy analogy. Term. It's a football yeah. analogy. It just means hitting time. AFL football. Yeah, yeah, the real one. Is that us? That's us. All right. Don't forget, jump on our Instagram. Hopefully, we'll, we've been videoing this podcast now, so hopefully, we get a few more videos up. For now, that's us. F twenty two. Can you believe it, mate? Done.